football is back and the world-famous Superbook Sports is ready for all the gridiron action. Looking for a place to catch the game? Head up the hill to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk and experience the thrill of the games live on one of our 28 state-of-the-art TVs. Superbook Sports has all of the amenities you could ever want in a traditional sports book. Good food, tasty beverages, and the best view in Blackhawk. Now the Lodge Casino is your first place for fun and for sports. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 for help. Stand up, Nuggets Nation. It's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By, Presented by Superbook Sports. On your home for the most Nuggets content. Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your very busy day with me here on the podcast Unfortunate tone, really, uh, surrounding this installment of the podcast as the Nuggets on Wednesday night lose to the Orlando Magic in Orlando, 108-103. to In my opinion, the worst loss of the season for the Denver Nuggets to date. It sends them below 500 officially uh, right now at the time of recording. Uh, they are 10-11 and 11. Uh, here on uh, Thursday evening as I have returned to the studio where I did a show earlier today uh, in an effort to to knock out a podcast. Uh, guys, I had a, a a newborn daughter this past weekend, so life has been crazy, uh, but I want to make sure that I, I continue to fulfill my commitment and in, in, uh, knock out these episodes. Oh, I just wish we were talking about, um, you know, starting a road trip 2-0. And and that's really the opportunity <clears throat> that the Nuggets had after really handling business in a major way in Miami uh, to begin this road trip. And, you know, you on paper, you just look at it and say, well, of course the Nuggets are going to beat uh, the Orlando Magic. They were near a double-digit uh, favorite. I think the number was eight and a half, uh, according to our friends at uh, Superbook, who sponsored this podcast. Uh, I believe that number was eight and a half. And it was just uh, it, it they should have smashed them they should have absolutely smashed them and they did for a half this was this was a nuggets team that was up 16 points at the break the score was 63 to 47 and in my own mind not like i checked out but i'm like these are the games that the nuggets used to lose like these were the games that drove you absolutely crazy and we would talk about them at nauseum here on the podcast, uh, just a couple that float into my brain. There was, you know, Philly coming into Denver without Joel Embiid two years ago, and uh, maybe even three years ago at this point, um, and beating the Nuggets. It was a, it was uh, the worst team in the NBA at the, at the moment, uh, an Atlanta Hawks team uh, that came in here. This was like pre Trey Young, pre Kevin Herter era when they were getting those draft picks because they were that bad coming in here and winning, uh, losing to a a New York Knicks team that was one of the worst teams in the league. These these were all losses over the course of like uh, 2000 and really like 2018, 2019. And we talked about them through the years. And that's what that's what made us um, at times kind of throw a challenge flag on the Denver Nuggets and, and who they were. But they, they mostly got these type of losses out of their system. Now, like, it is the NBA. You're going to lose games. You can talk about, like, the Kings and stuff. Like, okay, um, you know, bad matchup uh, or, you know, cursed uh, from Mike Malone. Uh, there's there's stuff like that that's going to happen. 
But what happened on Wednesday night was flat inexcusable. It was a lack of focus in the second half, uh, certainly a lack of intensity, especially defensively, but hell, offensively too. I mean, I'm sitting there in the third quarter, and uh, in that third quarter, the Nuggets were outscored uh, by double figures, by 12, uh, after uh, uh, having that 16-point lead. But in the third quarter, I looked, and I'm taking notes on the game, as I always do, and I'm like, wait a second, they had they had 63 at half. I'm like, they have 68 now, but there was like six minutes left in the quarter. I, I, I'm like, no lie, I, you, you can go back and look at the play-by-play evolution of it, but I'm like, holy crap, they have five points uh, in, midway through the third. Um, and then defensively, they were just, you know, it was Olay stuff and, you know, so many, uh, so many easy buckets for Orlando. Like, that's the thing that drives you mad about this. This was not, um, and I don't want to hear about the injuries, right? Like, we, we get it. We got it, right? The, the Michael Porter Jr.'s likely done for the year. Jamal's still not back. Uh, Bones Highland, you know, is, 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 uh, is, is down. Um, and it just, but there's no excuse, right? Like there's there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Did did Nikola Jokic play? Yeah, he did. Played over thirty minutes. Did did Aaron did Aaron Gordon play? Yeah, he played almost forty minutes. Did did Will Barton play? Yeah, he was he was over thirty minutes. How about Monte? Did he? Yeah, he was there. Okay. How about the Green Bull? Yeah, they were okay. I mean, was was Zeke Naji still? No, he yeah he played too. They had the horses to win. They had the horses to blow these guys out. It's a bad basketball team uh, in in Orlando. Just bad. Just bad. I think they were on a seven-game losing streak until Wednesday night. And by the way, by the way, the Magic had not beaten the Denver Nuggets going back to March of, I believe it was 2016, 10 consecutive losses uh, to the Denver Nuggets. And, you know, Cole Anthony was just like, nah, not on my watch. I mean, he was the best player on the floor in that second half. Uh, he was he 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 took the game over. You could see he wanted it, and the rest of his team uh, let him have it. And it wasn't just him. I mean, the uh, uh, the Wagner boys, uh, Franz Wagner, Mo Wagner, um, both in double figures. Mo comes off the bench. Um, Franz had fifty. I mean, Wendell Carter goes for you know eighteen and eight. All right. I mean, I, look, it just that just a bad bad loss. As as great as Monday felt. When this Nuggets team went into Miami and was up by as many as 24 points and down by as little as two, as sweet as that was, uh, this was uh, the opposite. This was the other side of the coin. And, you know, it's just, um, it, it, you know, it's unacceptable, um, both from the, you know, energy effort focus standpoint, but also just like getting your road trip off to a 2-0 and start uh, before you play the New York Knicks and the Chicago Bulls. And, and, and newsflash, those games are going to be a hell of a lot tougher than this one. So I, I don't like how the Nuggets drop their hands uh, before a fight. Or, or I should say drop their hands midway through a fight. Um, so not impressed. Not impressed at all. Uh, they blew it. They absolutely blew it. Uh, should have never happened. Uh, they were ahead the entire way. They were ahead the entire way. I mean, it's just, you know... I, what do you say? What do you say? The, the Magic didn't take a lead until a minute 45 left in the game. You know, and it's also noteworthy, and, and it speaks to the lack of defense, uh, especially in the second half. In the first quarter, they did a good job. I, I, I thought they came out with the right uh, mindset defensively. 
And look, it was 29 to 15 after the first. I, 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 I thought the Nuggets were going to clear uh, the eight and a half uh, with ease. Uh, the total on the game uh, from Superbook was uh, 206, or no, 208 and a half, I want to say, something right in there. Uh, and I'm looking at holding 15 points in the first quarter. I'm like, oh man, this got the underwritten all over it. Eh, not so fast, my friends. Not so fast. Magic scored 32 second quarter points and 32 third quarter points. So in those two middle quarters, uh, they gave up 64 points to a Magic team that, you know, isn't very good. A Magic team that, you know, came into the game. I think their, uh, I think their field goal percentage was ranked 28th in the NBA. You know what they shot against the Nuggets on Wednesday night? 54, 54% season high. Season high. And it wasn't, it wasn't fluky. I mean, there was all, I mean, so many points at the rim and points in the paint. And speaking of the points in the paint, just look at the raw numbers there. 66 points in the paint for that Magic team. You've got to be kidding me. 66 to the Nuggets, 38. 66 to 38. Mm. Too bad, man. Too bad. Missed opportunity. Now you're above uh, below 500, and you got to make it up somewhere else. you got to make it up somewhere else where you're not supposed to get that win. Uh, and considering all the inter- injuries, you just sort of you know take it for granted, right? Like, of course you're of course you're going to beat the Magic. Eh, not so fast. So really unfortunate. Um, I know that um, you know no one wants to look at the standings right now. It's just too early for that. But in the old uh, traditional, just eight game uh, or excuse me, eight teams getting into the playoffs, the old format before the play in. Um, the Nuggets would be on the outside looking in right now. So luckily for them, it doesn't end right now, right? Uh, but they have lost seven of their last ten. And uh, it's it's not too early to keep your eye on those standings and watching some of the other teams uh, around uh, the Nuggets. Uh, I do want to uh, give credit, uh, massive credit, to uh, Monte Morris. Um, I don't know where that stacks up uh, with his best games of the year, but for me, it's right near the top, if not at the very top. He he wasn't able to shoot it well from three. Uh, he was just one of five. His numbers would have looked crazy if he if he had uh, even hit you know three of those. I shouldn't say crazy, but crazy for Monte, right? Um, but you know, unfortunately, uh, Monte from three uh, this season is shooting you know thirty one percent, thirty two percent right now. It's at thirty one seven. This is down nearly eight points uh, from the previous year. Um, it, and then you look at you know him over the course of 82 games in 2018-19. Uh, Monte Morris was an uh, over 40% three-point shooter. So uh, in that whole season, when he was playing good minutes, like he's playing 24 minutes a night back in that 2018-2019 season, he's shooting, he shot 41.4%, meaning that he is down literally 10 points of 10 percentage points from three uh, from a couple years ago. Uh, he was great, though, from two against the Magic. But but just while I'm looking at the numbers and the downtrend over the last um, uh, four seasons uh, till today, it does remind me, I'm just thinking of, of this in the moment, and I'm not saying that this is what it's destined to be or anything like that, but that is how I used to look and talk about Gary Harris's numbers and just the precipitous decline right in the middle you know, of his 20s. Uh, just a massive, massive decline. And Monte Morris from three, that's something we got to keep an eye out because it's not just it, not just worse than last year. It's uh, significantly worse than last year and even worse than that from a couple seasons 
uh, uh, in the rear view. Uh, but I brought him up specifically because I just thought that guy uh, was willing to grab that game by the balls down the stretch of it. I mean, really, he was taking the big shots. It was almost like a dueling between Cole Anthony and Monte Morris. And the mid-range Jimmy for, for Monte, uh, that mid-range jump shot was just so pure. So pure. Go go to ESPN.com and, and pull up his shot chart. It's, it's pretty cool to look at um, as he went 10 of 15 from the field. But then you take into the, uh, the, the, four, um, the four misses from three. So from two, excuse me, uh, Monte Morris was 10 of 11 from the field. I mean, hard to get much better than that. Uh, Jokic, if you look at the numbers, like, it, you know, for anybody else in the world, 18 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, um, that's great for Jokic. It really wasn't. And if you were watching that game as closely as I was, there was a lot to be desired just in the, um, you know, in the staying focused department, still getting upset with officials, you know, not um, not uh, quickly uh, pivoting to the next play. Um, a lack of assertion uh, in the second half, and uh, you just you, you wanted to see more uh, from Jokic. He's largely been great. Unfortunately, the Nuggets need him to be great every single night, uh, and he wasn't great with a capital G uh, against the Magic on on Wednesday night. I did think Aaron Gordon played well. Um, didn't shoot it well from three uh, at all. One for five, just like Monte. Um, and look at Jokic, 0 for five. So between Monte Morris... 1 of 5, Jokic 0 for 5, and Aaron Gordon 1 for 5. You're talking about a 2 for 15 from 3. Uh, and as a team, they were under 30% uh, in the in the three-point category at just 29%. Not good enough, right? Just It, it goes without saying. Just, just not good enough. Um, uh, but Gordon, in his return uh, to the Amway Center there in Orlando, uh, pretty cool, got the tribute video, got shown a little bit of love, and he... You know, uh, played well. Uh, 17 points on 7 of 12 shooting. Again, take out the missed threes, and you're looking at him 7 of 8 from the field. Wow, so look at that. So between him and Monte, you're talking about 7 of 8 and 10 of 11 from 2. Wow. Uh, Gordon was aggressive. Uh, probably could have been even more aggressive, uh, but he goes for 17 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 and, uh, three and assists, and uh, a couple highlights there. The one uh, where he spins off, I think it was it was a smaller play. I think it was Cole Anthony on his back, and he he spins off baseline and 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 dunks on uh, Chuma Okiki. Uh, that was tremendous, tremendous uh, highlight for for Aaron Gordon. That um, you know made its way uh, around social media and even a couple of the um, uh, react shows uh, and and highlight shows uh, that night and and the next day. So. I was happy for Aaron Gordon, and I, I was taking notes on all of his stuff. And he had the he had the nice shot fake from three, draws in two defenders with, you know, uh, two dribbles, the shovel to Jokic layup. That chemistry building, we've been talking about it here pretty steadily on the Mile High Hoops podcast. That the the um, the symmetry and the connectivity, the energy uh, out there between Jokic and Aaron Gordon continues to really grow and and a lot of times uh, blossom uh, and we I, I and as I said last episode maybe even the one before that I I think we're just getting started uh, between those two so uh, that is uh, most of what I have here today uh, nuggets got to figure it out nuggets got to figure it out they typically do when we're kind of down on them like this they go and surprise us so it wouldn't shock me at all if on uh, Saturday, 
Uh, don't forget, that's a matinee game uh, against the New York Knicks. That starts at 1 o'clock there Eastern, which means it starts 11 here uh, Mountain Time if you happen to be uh, listening for Mountain Time. And if you're not listening for Mountain Time, I appreciate you, uh, my friends. All right. Uh, as always with this stuff, um, like I said, uh, maybe with the first episode of the season, if you're a listener to this podcast and you get a kick out of it, you know, like, subscribe, tell a friend. Word of mouth is still the best way to uh, pass something around, especially if there's um, conviction uh, around it. So uh, if you happen to feel that way about uh, this podcast, I appreciate you and, and share it with a friend. And we're going to keep it rolling. I am going to um, – so I mentioned that I had a daughter, a baby, Mia Ray Bai, 333. Um, she is with us at home. We got her home from the hospital and – we're going to have to jump through some hoops with her, uh, get her – she, she's got um, a, what's called clubfoot. Uh, her Achilles tendons are short, and her feet are twisted inward. Uh, so there's going to be a lot to it. There's castings and surgery and braces, and it's going to be uh, five years until uh, she's, she's right. But we're ready to attack it and uh, as a family. And uh, but, but I bring that up because – you know, I'm not going to be at work all of next week. Um, I'm working the week right after the birth because we have help in town. Uh, my sister-in-law is here helping out, and um, and I appreciate her, Brittany, Aunt Nini, as she is known, uh, helping out. So this wasn't the week to take off. It's really next week when the help goes home, and my wife is still uh, pretty physically beat up from a pretty intense C-section. Uh, not able to drive, lifting, and you know stuff like that. So I need to be home. So I bring all this up that I'm not going to be at work uh, doing my daily radio show uh, next week. All right, uh, the Stokely and Zach show. I will be MIA, but um, I really, um, I really want to uh, keep this uh, podcast rolling. So I will be coming into the studio at least once next week to record an episode of the Mile High Hoops podcast. It may be only one. Um, just because of the natural circumstances, but uh, the week after that, we'll go back to you know multiple recordings every single week. So, okay, um, next on the slate for the Nuggets, uh, the road trip continues. Two games down, six, uh, five to go. Uh, the New York Knicks on Saturday, then the Chicago Bulls on Monday. I'm going to try my best to get in here on Tuesday and react to both of those games and the current state of things. And following that, it'll be uh, New Orleans, San Antonio, San Antonio uh, before they come back home against the Washington Wizards. All right, we'll leave it there for now, guys. I appreciate you being here with me. I know I tell you that every single time, but I mean it every single time. And I appreciate Superbook for uh, sponsoring this podcast. Very appreciative of them as well. All right, guys, enjoy the games this weekend, Saturday at the New York Knicks, Monday night at the Chicago Bulls, and you know that whatever happens against the Knicks and the Bulls, we'll be talking about it right here on the Mile High Hoops podcast. Football is back, and the world-famous Superbook Sports is ready for all the gridiron action. Looking for a place to catch the game? Head up the hill to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk and experience the thrill of the games live on one of our 28 state-of-the-art TVs. Superbook Sports has all of the amenities you could ever want in a traditional sports book. Good food, tasty beverages, and the best view in Blackhawk. Now the Lodge Casino is your first place for fun and for sports. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 for help.